Hello, welcome to the Thursday, April 20th edition of the TU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by Kelly Hines on the TU campus. Uh, Kelly, let's talk football today. They are wrapping up spring drills as we speak. Um, kind of, where, where are we? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, from having talked to Kevin Wilson today for the first time in, in, a, in a couple weeks, um, you know, he seemed to be really upbeat about um, where they are. You know, he's, he, he definitely puts things in perspective, like, you know, we still have ways to go. And we, you know, we're ways off from playing a game, but like we're making progress. And I think for him, it's about stacking good days on top of good days. And it sounds like from what he said, you know, obviously that's all we have to go on at this point. Um, it's It's gone well, you know, and I think that things have come together in a good way. I like the way that he's um, brought some different things. Like I think we talked about before, you know, he has platoon leaders. He has 12 guys who he's, um, who the, the, the players have voted as, as their team leaders. And those guys are responsible for, you know, a group of 10 guys and, um, just everything that comes with, you know, a coaching change, a culture change, all of those things. Um, it's just been kind of interesting to hear from him, um, you know, how that's gone and, and just, you know, establishing that baseline, you know, with your players of, of what you expect from them on a daily basis and what practices are going to look like, all of those things. I feel like that's, that's been, um, you know, the big storyline of the spring more than who's going to be the, you know, backup right tackle. Although um, I think the backup right tackle is going to be um, Daryl Simpson, but um, I, I think that they're, they're, you know, work in progress, but um, it's, an interesting energy around the program right now. Uh, so we were talking before we went live here about, you know, some things we could talk about, whatnot, and you brought up Braylon, Braylon Presley. So I'll ask you about him. What can you tell us about him? So he's, he's obviously going to be used um, on special teams because I think that makes sense. He's, he's shifty. He's fast. Um, but uh, as of now, he's um, more likely to be a slot receiver than um, a tailback. So um, I think we were expecting him to be, I mean, he's still going to be used in the backfield. I think we know that. And he's so versatile. He'll be, you know, he'll play multiple positions. But in terms of how he's categorized on the roster, he's a receiver. So that was new information for me. But, you know, he's he's been a little banged up. And so um, you know, the open practice that I attended, he wasn't out there participating. So, um, you know, I think that he, I think we know he, he's going to be a special player. It's just, you know, how exactly they're going to use him. I'm super interested to see because I thought it was going to be one thing and maybe it's going to be a combination of things, or maybe he'll, he'll be used more at receivers. So he obviously has ability, um, at a variety of positions, but, um, you know, he's a guy who we, we know, everyone knows he, he's electric with the ball in his hands. So I'm sure they're going to find a way to, to get him the ball. So did you kind of in your own mind think he might play some running back? I, I figured all along he played slot. I figured that that was the is that, is that your way of saying that you know more about this than I? Not at all. Um, no, I, I, I thought that, um, I thought that he would be, um, a running back based on the things that he said in December. But then okay. when you, you look at the, the roster, it, he probably would have more of an opportunity to play as a receiver because, you know, the, the running back room is, is, I mean, Kevin talked about it today. Like he, what he's wanting to see from, from those guys is more consistency, 
but you know, Jordan Ford, I, I remember, you know, being told uh, a year or so ago, you know, that, that, that he, he had a chance to be a really special running back at TU. And, you know, I, I still think that that's possible for him. Anthony Watkins, um, Bill Jackson, um, they've got some guys at, at running back. They don't have as much depth at receiver. So, um, but they do, I mean, they have, they have some good options at receiver. Um, Malachi Jones, um, Cam Benjamin, um, they've got some good pieces. It's just, you know, you're going to have probably a deep rotation at receiver, whereas at running back, you're probably not going to use more than three guys like super heavily. So um, I think maybe that's um, the reason that that Braylon is, is probably, you know, categorized as a receiver on the roster. Yeah. Uh, any other players with, with local ties that, that we know about that you want to talk about? Um, I would, I would love to talk about that. Um, you know, Bryce Bray is a guy who, you know, we know a lot about from Bixby and started his career at Oklahoma State. Um, he's now projected to, to start at right tackle. Um, Ethan Hall, love me some Ethan Hall, another Bixby kid, tight end, big personality, um, very physical, entertaining player who does his very best to avoid penalties. Um, and, uh, love the way he plays um defensively um Mitchell Culkin is a guy who um I love his story you know he's a jinx kid who who came in as a walk-on didn't really know if he was going to get an opportunity to play but earned everything that was given to him and has had some big moments in big games um and now he's you know he's a I think like a fifth year guy who um, he's projected to start at linebacker. So um, I am doing a story uh, at some point in, in the next um, few days on him, just about his journey to, to TU and um, being put on scholarship a couple of years ago and now being in such an important role, um, really like him. Um, so yeah, those are the main ones I, I would point out. Obviously, Owen Ostrowski, can't, can't have any conversation about local guys and not include him, but um, he's, you know, going to be a starter also. So, um, love it when our local guys are in the picture. Yeah, totally with you on that, love. I'm we, sure I left someone off and that's going to be terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll just talk about them next week. Next time. But yeah, you know, we, and we've talked about this before, we, we cover high schools to such an extent that when you are an elite high school player around here, we write about you a lot. Because we covered a lot. So when you talk about like an Owen Ostrowski, a Braylon Presley, it's it's so much fun to talk about them at the next level and see what they're going to do in college, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's, it's a it, it's great talking about them. Yeah, and you know we we get to know them. Yes. You know, and and I know that like we don't you know I'm I don't root for to you. I cover to you, but you when you know the people involved and you see them have success, like not that we're part of it. It's just, you're like, no, yeah, I've known, known him for a long time. Like, you know, it's, you feel more connected to it when it's, it's, you know, local guys, but you know, that's probably, probably would be the case with any, anyone anywhere. But I think that with TU, it's a little bit different situation because um, historically when you cover a, a, a program like TU, you, you, get to know the players you continue that process and you know a lot of these guys we've known for a long time but you feel connected to them if they're from our area 
Any update on the open defensive coordinator position? Um, that is just a really great, great question. Um, not any real update. I think um, I could see, I think I've maybe said this before, but I could see it going either way. Them, them you know, finding someone on the outside and bringing that person in, or I would say it's, it's more likely at this point for them to um, just, you know, use what they have um which you know dom franks is is working with the safeties now so they could they could slide someone into that defensive coordinator you know role i don't know why i'm like using my hands like we're on video and we're not um uh but i i feel like they there's you know i think kevin doesn't want to make the wrong move like you've gone through spring with with the guys on your staff and um having dom you know, be part of that. I think that that has worked out really well. So um, unless he just finds the right guy who's going to just, you know, step in and um, just have a really seamless transition, like I would think that they would just, you know, use what they've been using and um, pr promote Dom to an assistant role from um, quality control. So if you were a, a betting individual, that, that would be your bet? Dom that would be my bet just because like you know it, otherwise you you're if if i mean go you've you've made it all the way through the spring 20 practices with things the way that they are i think that that would be um a big challenge to or maybe not a challenge maybe that's just more of a risk and and is it worth taking that risk i i I don't, I'm not a huge fan of risks, so, but no risk, no reward or whatever. Uh, any, any notable injuries we need, we need to talk about? Um, like knocking on, on wood right now, because they're, they're still practicing at this very moment. So, uh, not especially there, you know, Kevin said that they've been extremely healthy. Um, the only injury that's happened during the spring was, um, a freshman walk on, very early on had a knee injury. So other than that, um, you know, they've been able to stay uh, super healthy. So that's been a good thing. They do have some guys who are recovering from injuries that happened, you know, last season. I'm right by a printer copier, like right by it. So um, that's what all of that racket was. Um, so yeah, I think they're, they're in a good place with that. You know, there are certain positions where they don't have a ton of depth. So obviously being able to stay healthy is is super important. So Kelly, I'm curious, you know, you're as a sports writer, you like to get to know the team you're covering as much as you can. And as you've mentioned, access has been limited this spring. Is there anything you can do as a writer to kind of better get to know this team once the spring is done, which here in a couple hours, it will officially be over. Is there anything you can do until August? I, I think just like, taking like maximizing any opportunities that I have you know I, today we had availability with with Cam Benjamin and, and Mitchell Colkin those were guys who um you know I I, I don't know that I ever interviewed either of them. I that that I think I maybe talked to Mitchell one time but you know just trying to get the most out of these little you know windows of opportunity because um and I think I think once we get to um, fall camp, there'll be more opportunities like that. It just, you know, I think, you know, during the spring, it was very much like, you know, let's limit distractions and, you know, it, it, and sometimes media 
coverage is viewed as a distraction. And so I, I think it, things will, will get better. Um, it just, it was great to talk to those two guys today and even, you know, looking over, um, you know, most of the starters are guys who I've never talked to just because I didn't, I didn't cover this team last year. And um, over the course of two years, you know, a, 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 obviously we know in college football turnover and any college sport at this point, turnover is, is extremely high in this era. So um, most of these guys are, are ones who I don't know. And it's almost like being on a different beat again, because all of the coaches are new. Most of the players are different. And that's exciting to me because all I see are like stories that I want to do. And we obviously we, we do more than just write, you know, features and all of that. But um, my favorite part of being a beat writer is getting to know the people involved. And maybe they don't all have, you know, some wild story that's, you know, but it's their story. And, and you you get to know that, you know, um, or ideally you, you find those things out and you get to know the people. Um, and so for me, like that's that's when it becomes more fun and more real when you get to know guys. So um, I'm, you know, that sounds really selfish. I'm like, oh, I hope, I hope we have more of these chances, but um, I think that there will be more of them. It just, um, I think it's just, it just takes some time to, to garner enough trust, like with, um, you know, a new coach. So you can be in, in those situations to get to know players. Um, and I, I kind of forgot, you know, when it, it's been so long since I've covered it, a, a new football coach, like, I mean, Phil Montgomery's first year, like, it wasn't, it's, it's different. That was different from what this is now, but you know, it, it took some time, but that was, that was so long ago that I had forgotten that. So, um, I think, uh, I think once we get to August, um, I think there'll be more opportunities, but in between now and then just going to have to get by somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember now that you say that about Philip, he, he was always easy to deal with, but he was guarded he, to a degree. He had, um, he had some, poly, like we couldn't talk to first year players. Um, he didn't, you know, he's very protective of his quarterbacks um, and didn't want to put them in, in tough spots and, you know, just had different, you know, policies that, that, that was fine. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Like you just accept it and move on. And, and you know, it's just, it, it took a while to, um, you know, I think that's normal though. When, when, when you're a coach coming into a different situation, you know, I think that you, you are going to be protective of your players and you're going to, um, you know, have, have access, whatever you think it needs to be at that time. And maybe it'll change. So when Kevin said that, um, we could watch the end of practice today, I was like, wow, that's great. He gave us the option of the beginning of practice or the end of practice. And I was like, the end of practice, I don't need to see those guys out there stretching. So, um, such a treat. Yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. Uh, you got any non-football stories coming up you want to talk about? What a great question. You, um, I, I try, I try. Uh, I have a story that is running tomorrow about Cody Pearson, who is a really great tennis player um, for TU and um, giving a lot away with this, but he was literally born inside a tennis center. I mean, come on. Ooh, uh, can you just share a little bit about that? No, that's it. Uh, uh, okay. 
And I, I ask that honestly. I really don't know. You and I haven't talked about this beforehand. All right. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait. For I mean, like I, I, I'm. You can look at the headline and read the story. Um, but I, I tried to, you know, I'm not trying to do anything like clickbaity. But like, if you put in the headline that a tennis player was born in a tennis center, like, I mean, I would read that story. I hope other people read it. That'd be great. Um, but it was just about his career and, and, um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but he's, he's a really uh, special player and he's going to be playing professionally, um, here in another month or so and, and starting his, his, um, you know, career post to you. So, um, it was good to talk to him and, um, I got all sorts of things coming out next week. So, um, I just, I don't know exactly how it will all come together, but it'll come together somehow. The NFL draft is next beginning next Thursday in Kansas City. You're trying to uh, kind of touch base with Daenerys Prince. What anything you can tell us about that? Um, that that's uh, that's an ongoing process. I would describe it that way. Daenerys is very reserved, and I don't know if he is going to be willing and available to talk to me but that's okay if he chooses not to that's that's fine um i am interested to see what team he winds up with like regardless of drafted or not drafted i think he'll have an opportunity and i think he has a ton of ability it's just it's so tough at those skill skill positions it's especially at running running back and quarterback i think it's just so difficult to to latch on with a team, but um, I think he'll have some chances for sure. You think he's an NFL player? I think that he could be. Yeah. No, <laughs> that sounds really yeah. definitive, I know, but I, I think that with the right team, he could be. And like I've, I've covered a lot of running backs who, you know, were really good college running backs and maybe didn't quite have, you know, what, what it takes to, to make it at that next level. But, um, I think that he could be, um, I think, you know, you have to have everything just go completely, or you can't, you can't have any injuries. You just have to have everything just go like fall completely into place for it, for it to happen for a running back. But I, I would love to see him get a chance because I, I feel like he, he is that type of talent. You know, I'm I'm not necessarily comparing skills here, but remember Chris Carson from Oklahoma State? Yeah. He did not really wow you at OSU, certainly didn't have the numbers, and was like a seventh-round pick, I believe, from Seattle, and ended up having a really nice career. Like, he had a really I, good I career, made a lot of money. That. Yeah, I never – I mean, I – Never would have guessed that. So you just you just never you just never know with these running backs sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, you look at you know teams ac across the league, and you know you're kind of reminded when when they do the the starting lineups and the guys you know say you know either their elementary school or like where they went to college, and a lot of them are, are you know their group of five schools or you know they 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 went a little bit under the radar and then they just found, found the right situation. It's not always, you know, guys at Alabama and Ohio state, obviously, you know, they, they, there are some of those, but um, I, I think it's just unpredictable. Um, and you don't know how someone, especially running back, you don't know how they're going to perform when they have a really elite offensive line and, and a ton of talent around them. You just don't know. So um, I am glad that I don't have to try to, 
choose who I'm going to draft because I would be terrible at it. But um, I, I think that you, you get in the right situation and then something clicks. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it there for this week. Uh, you can download us for free at Google, Apple, or Spotify. Really appreciate you checking us out. Kelly, I guess you and I all uh, catch up next week. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. I'll see you.